Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Lisa McNeely. My pronouns are she and her. I'm your host for Spotlight on Recruiting. And our show today, it's actually a part two of how are you standing out in the we're hiring market. If you missed our last show, part one, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to the recording for some great insights, which we're going to continue to build upon today. Um, and with that, I'm excited to welcome back our leading man, Justin Udy, to the show. Hi, Justin. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming back. So I just have to say, you know, Justin's a globally recognized entrepreneur, real estate investor, and author. Um, and uh, he is ranked the sixth top producer out of 100,000 agents in the world with Century 21 Global. Uh, he's recognized as the number one agent in the state of Utah and was recently chosen as HGTV's Utah real estate expert, and he appears monthly on Utah Radio KBER 101.1 for their Ask an Expert segment. So, again, just really honored to have you on the show twice. Um, and I appreciate you coming back. So um, the last time we, you know, our last show we had talked about uh, discussing creative ways to attract your next hire, and uh, we had such a great conversation. And, you know, before every show, um, you know, I had a conversation with Justin, and we didn't even get into all of the things that, you know, he had shared previously. So I had some folks who had listened to the show, and they said they'd love to have Justin back. And, Justin, again, thanks for um, your willingness to come back and continue the conversation. Oh, you bet. I'm happy to be here. And I, I, uh, you bring out some good things that sometimes make you think a little different, and so it's good for all of us. Yeah, well, um, so let's just talk about, I think, you know, one of the things I, w- I wanted to, you know, find out from you, because you did have, you know, and we're going to get into some of the creative ideas and things that you've tried, but, you know, what has inspired you, or how do you and your team come up with um, your recruitment ideas? I think number one is you have to be actively engaged in the market where you're saying, look, I really do want to make this my craft. I have to figure this out and become a true expert at it. And that means you're going out into the market and finding other opportunities. The good thing is, is some some of the things in other markets or other businesses, they're doing things that you can adapt to your business. So I think as a leader, you're looking at those items, you're seeing maybe what works and how you could change it. And so we, you know, I'm always talking to other owners. How are they attracting? How are they hiring? How are they retaining? And some of those best practices can, can carry over really into any business. So I think number one is being super aware. What are people doing? Uh, how are they coming up with ideas? I think two is we sit down as a team meeting every single Tuesday. It's a set team meeting. Uh, it's mandatory uh, where we go through a, a, you know, a 
schedule, and in that schedule, it has a schedule of ideas. And so we consistently have a moment where we are going over uh, our attraction, our hiring, what is the activity, what happened from last week, who do we have scheduled for this week, hey, what ideas do we have that could essentially improve this process? Um, one of the things that we always are pushing is, and this is a Tony Robbins phrase, it's C-A-N-I, right, which is constant and never-ending improvement. So my, te- my team consistently knows, like, hey, what are we doing? But we're always improving. What can we do? And they'll say, okay, well, what if we did this? Or what if in the phone call we asked this? Or what if in your videos we did this? Uh, what if when we talked to the, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden we're not only taking those things, but you're taking the, the, the ideas from other people, that has been implemented, they're coming up with ideas, and sometimes you're able to morph or merge the two, and it makes it really successful. And frankly, it's this living kind of um, bucket of, of, of opportunity because if you're just not growing and you're just not expanding, I mean, it's really hard to scale. It's hard to do everything yourself as a small business owner, and you need the right people in the right seats to help you progress. Yeah, no, I think um... – I, I love that, um, you know, that constant, never-ending improvement. Um, and I think the one thing that I really love, Justin, and we had talked about this on a previous conversation is, you know, because you talked about, like, your team meeting. And um, for for this, and I think I want our listeners to know that, like, this team meeting, it's not just to talk about recruiting. This team meeting is kind of your, your weekly team meeting to just kind of talk about all of the things going on in the business. But part of that, which I love, is you're always talking and thinking about recruiting um, and, you know, kind of brainstorming and thinking about all of these different ideas and, you know, what are we doing? So it's, it's not necessarily – because, you know, I know that some organizations, they have, you know, meetings that are specific to we're just talking about recruiting and it's kind of that um, – I'm going to go old school here, but it was like, you know, bring your Rolodex, who can we talk to, you know, which, are, which is great, and I think those are great ideas. But I love the fact that you're always keeping recruiting top of mind um, within your organization and with your, your team um, because I think it's uh, one of those things is, you know, we had talked about in our last show is, um, you know, you should always be on the lookout for great talent. And by keeping those, you know, that constant communication, your, your team's constantly thinking about not only what they're doing in their job, but also who could we bring in recruitment right um oh yeah so 100%. i guess yeah so um i so you know justin so tell me you know some of the creative ideas that you've tried or would like to try yeah so i think some of the creative ideas that we've done and, and i don't want to um go you know people listen to the first one we, we went over a few of those but i'll just kind of yes. skim over those um and 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 so we've had a career night where people, and again, in the real estate industry, you have a lot of people, um, especially in your, you know, where you, you know, where you're located and in a lot of different parts of the country, you know, everybody's a real estate agent. Unfortunately, not everybody is actually successful. I think the statistics are is 85% are out within five years and uh, more than 50% quit within two. But the average income for an agent, I believe, is 19000 in year one nationally. So it's, it's, it's really hard sometimes for people to get going. So what we've done is we've had a career night where we offer the opportunities to look at it as a career and actually make a very high income 
like I did as, a, as kind of a rookie producer, and that's kind of built in the business so they can look at it through a different lens. Uh, we've done, we do uh, a biweekly video that we essentially create, which is kind of an education piece that we send out to all of the brand new agents in the market. And then it's offering them free coaching if they're looking for any type of coaching. Uh, we have done um, where we interact with people. So in, in our interactions, uh, if somebody seems like a really good cultural fit, meaning that, uh, I mean, we have a number of, of, of items as far as that are our core values, but when somebody's going to be kind of a very good positive fit and they seem good, and we worked with them on the other side, then we'll say, hey, are you open to looking at opportunities? And if they are, then we want to talk to that person because we know how they work, we know how they are. And a lot of these ideas is we'll sit down with the team and they come up with those. You know, that reaching out to the other agent on the other side was the administration staff's idea. Like, I really like some of these people I've talked to. Would you be okay with if I called them and see that they were looking for opportunities? I'm like, absolutely, you know. Um, whenever I meet talent or somebody that seems amazing, you know, somebody at the bank, somebody at the salon, somebody at the, um, you know, anywhere, and they're just like super excited, they're engaging with you, um, they're doing all these, um, you know, really just like somebody that seems like a winner, um, I will talk to them and see if they're looking for opportunities. In fact, there's a a little uh, office right by mine um, where uh, the gal does um, gift certificates. So sometimes like with the, the staff, like if they do a good job, you know, they can get like a manicure, pedicure, or whatever, you know. And so if I'm right. picking up a gift card or something, um, the gal is always so positive and smart and fun and, and whatever. So one time I just, hey, are you, gonna, are you looking for opportunities? And guess what? She worked for me for two years. And I still am in contact with her because she went into uh, kind of from one field kind of into ours into more of a marketing side, and she still helps with that stuff. So just finding relationships, finding opportunities. Sometimes we think of recruiting as like sometimes I feel like it too, like I'm chasing cats. But uh, sometimes (laughs) you've got people that are right in front of you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, all I needed to do is just, contact them and get their information because I think any winner when you say, Hey, or I, I don't even, and you may say, well, I'm not going to offer an opportunity. I don't have anything. I've, I've always said that. Like, I'm like, Hey, are you ever looking for opportunities? Yes, I am. Well, great. Would you be open to a conversation about kind of what's happening in the future? You know, we're just trying to just, we're, we're just looking in the future of something for sure. And then it's very casual you can meet them for, you know, whatever, coffee or tea or somewhere, have a chit-chat. And when you sit down with them, just for the people that are saying, yeah, but I don't have anything, you know, is I've literally said, and I had this for one gal that it took me two years to get her, and they just said, look, we can tailor make opportunities. I'm looking to see kind of what you're looking for and if we, there's something that could be a fit, whether, you know, in the future. And then after they start talking, you can understand, like, man, these guys are really, really good. I can tailor make an opportunity now. Or you can say, look, I'm going to have an opportunity available very much like that within the three, six to nine months. Would you be okay if I reached out to you at that time once we're ready to see if there would be some interest? And absolutely she was, or, or they will be. And, I, and then what I'm thinking forward is, is one gal I said that to, she's like, yeah, I'm happy where I'm at, but, you know, not interested. A year later I reached out to her. 
and said, hey, we have that opportunity ready. Like, are you, would you be willing? No, I'm not, I'm, a, I, I'm just not right, ready right now. And then a year after that, I continue to stay in touch with her. And then this gal has also worked for me now for the last two years, and she's been my best administrative assistant ever, you know. So, yeah, and that was a awesome. referral. That was a referral from, and this is another creative idea. I reached out to another company and said, who do you know that doesn't work for you that you worked with that was a great admin that has since left you? And they gave wow. this girl's name and somebody else's. And so I, I just reached out to them saying, are you ever looking for future opportunities? No, that's great. That's great. And it's nice that they would be able to, they, you know, would um, be willing to share that information. But, you know, I think um, for most individuals, right, is they're, they're willing to help. And if they don't have that position open um, because they think these people are so great, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I would be happy to, you know, give you some names. And I think um, – so one of the things that you had said about, you know, having, you know, these contacts where, you know, you may not have anything and it may be three, six, nine months to a year. Um, you had told me in, um, you know, just in previous conversations, it's like you create a, a schedule for regularly, whether it's uh, researching or contacting these referrals, um, just to make sure that, you know, you're, you're, keeping, you're keeping a tab and keeping that relationship going so that when the time comes and you're ready to make a hire, um, you already have that relationship built. And I think that's, yeah, that's a I great think, idea. Yeah, in sales and everything we do, I mean, I think it's, or small businesses, you know, you track your sales. You track your marketing. It's like, why not track your recruiting? And there's ways you can do it if you do a, a contact management software that's the very easiest because that, a candidate, is very similar to a sales prospect because without those people, you can't build your business. But even if you're just doing an Excel sheet and you put on your phone a calendar item that is a saved calendar item for once a month to revisit that list, that's all you need to do, you know, and that's your business building activity for that day. Uh, you mentioned, you know, as part of your recruiting, like the two things that I would say are the most important things in everything that I look at is one, business building activities daily, and two, always be recruiting, ABR, always be recruiting. And, and, and I just know because the lifeline of your business is the sales that occur, but the um, maintenance and the clarity and keeping your business is through the people that work with you. Yes. All right. Well, um, Justin, this has been so great. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. So don't go away because we still have a lot more to cover um, with the we're uh, hiring market. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Lisa, back to your show. 
Thank you. So we're back with part two of how are you standing out in the we're hiring market with Justin Udy. Um, and Justin's been um, sharing with us um, just some creative ideas and some things that he's doing as far as recruiting for his team. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I have um, just one thing that, and I know that, you know, because we have the listeners that we have on our show, um, you know, some, sometimes, you know, we talked a lot about like referrals and, you know, constantly looking uh, and being on the lookout, I think you, I loved your ABR, always be recruiting. Um, and I think that it's so important. And I think one of the things that um, is often overlooked is, you know, your past candidates um, and that people who maybe um, weren't a fit at the time, maybe they didn't have enough experience, um, but, you know, a year later, six months later, you know, maybe they got that certification or maybe they, you know, were able to get some more experience. Um, and I think that, a lot of times that when we have candidates that we end up, de- you know, declining, um, they don't, we don't go back and look at them. And I think that, um, you know, some of the things that, you know, you're sharing, Justin, as far as, um, you know, maintaining that relationship and everything else, um, I think that you could still maintain that even with the declined candidates because, you know, they've already shown an interest in your organization. So um, I would say that's one of the things that are often overlooked. For sure. Yep, for sure. That fu- it's very easy for people to again. You do, you do. You have to, you have to just obviously continue to follow up. And even some people you've already interviewed, and they've rejected you at that time. Like it's okay to like follow up with those folks because things just change over time. People grow over time. People's needs change over time. You know, I've had some people that were amazing. Like, you know, uh, when they were single. You know, they wanted something that was just like a completely different job than when they had their first kid. And so just people's things change over time. So just, yeah, I would never eliminate great talent from your pool of, of if you're, you're looking at them. So, Justin, so what have you found that influences candidates to apply more than others? Um, you have to speak to their needs and what they're essentially looking for. So a lot of times think about something like this, like if I'm trying to get you into real estate, for example, okay? And I shouldn't say you, but I'm saying like people in general that are maybe, let's say they're working in a job, right? And they're thinking about real estate, but they see my ad or they hear my message or they find my video, it's going to say something like, have you ever thought about working on your own? Um, and I'm ad-libbing this, okay? So this is not written, so <laughs> bear with me. But it's just like... Disclaimer. Uh, yeah, disclaimer, exactly. <laughs> but uh, have you ever started about being your own boss? Are you tired of having to come in at a certain time and leave at a certain time where you know you could make not only more dollars per hour but have more relationships? Well, right now we're hiring for real estate professionals that you'll be able to interact with people daily, have your own schedule, and make more money if you do follow a proven system and plan to earn anywhere from seventy-five to over $100,000 in your first year and grow from there. Uh, if you are interested, please apply now. We'll show you all of the information, everything you need to be successful. And if anything, you'll know what this industry is about and how you can be successful in it. You know? So if anybody's ever been thinking about it, they're just like, huh, that's maybe some – if somebody's looking kind of – trying to pivot somewhere in their life, that may catch their attention because it speaks to their needs. 
I have thought about having my own business. You know, I have thought about making more money. I have thought about, um, you know, different items. We speak to like three items. Every single one of us wants wealth, security, and freedom. And we know that's what they want. And that's if that, and whatever we can maybe provide in those, we kind of want to hit those points. You know, if I'm trying to get an administrative assistant isn't, do you want to leave your job and make more money? It's like, hey, do you want an opportunity that you can have a flexible schedule and still receive a high income at a company that's been around for over 15 years? You know, all of a sudden it's, it's hitting all of those points where now they're thinking, oh, yeah, that, that, that meets my needs of today. So personality types are very, very important. Yeah, I, I think that I, I love the idea of, you know, you're tailoring your job ad or tailoring, you know, your, your communication based on identifying the needs of, you know, who your candidates are um, and the wants that they're looking for. I think that's something that a lot of organizations is a big miss and something that, you know, at, for, you know, Spotlight Recruiting, what we're trying to do is, you know, we're always trying to tell our organizations that it's, it's not about the organization necessarily. It's, it's about your candidate. And so I, I love the idea that when you said you, because when those job ads are written, it needs to be written to you, the candidate, not me, the company. Um, and like you said, you know, identifying the needs and, you know, how does this job meet their, your candidate's need and how does my organization meet this candidate's needs, and then as you're tailoring that, you know, whatever the content is, that you're making sure that it's about your candidate, not necessarily about your company. Because, um, yeah. you know, I guess the example is a lot of the job ads you read is that we, we company, are looking for, you know, salesperson yeah. versus yep. the reverse of that is are you looking for a job where you could be your own boss? I mean, that's a, that's clearly a different mindset and a different way to look at it. Um, and you're going to attract that candidate more so because you're identifying what their needs are and reaching them personally, right? Well, and I would almost take it one level further is just like speak to, I think sometimes what we forget is there's so many businesses, but in the end, those businesses, it's because they're talking about what makes them successful is your unique selling proposition, right? Like who they are. Um, I think you and I talked about a guy's book, Donald Miller. Uh, he has a great book called Story Branding, kind of talking about the brand and who you guys are, the story of your company, because that's what makes it uh, alluring, you know, and it makes it enticing. But if that job ad read something like, um, are you a superstar and deserve over 200000 a year? Question mark. That's probably going to, like, get some people. And then it has a description of, of, you know, whatever it is. But you're talking sometimes in those ads about who we are because people want to know, like, this is family number two for me, you know. And right. when it's, you're going to be probably spending more time with them, I think we forget of, like, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, as opposed to it's a fast-paced environment with a group of like-minded people that want to work hard. You know, if you want to be with winners and follow the core values of, we help people. We never we have integrity at all times. You know whatever it is um, that makes you you, I think that's going to attract the right person to the right seat, because I know everybody's hired somebody or they're listening to this saying, I don't want ever want to hire anybody again. You know, uh, because of somebody <laughs> that was a nightmare hire, 
But it, typically it was, one, we didn't lead them the right way, or two, they just weren't the right person for the right seat. And so uh, helping them understand who we are and what we're about, I think that's also one of the other items in addition to speaking to their needs so they can know if they're even going to be a good fit in your organization. Yes, and I think that, you know, um, you know, in the, the recruitment speak of that is a realistic job preview. And, uh, and I think that, you know, for some of those – and your job ads, and the other thing I should say is, like, even your advertisements, whether it's, it's a video or it's, you know, a written content or whatever that may be, I mean, brevity is important uh, because I think just as, you know, a recruiter may only spend a few seconds looking at a resume – um, your job, you know, your candidates are only going to spend a few seconds um, looking at your, you know, whatever content that you're putting out, right? Um, and sure. uh, so, and I think, you know, and it's it's creating that realistic job preview, and it only, and it doesn't need to be a lot. I mean, you can literally say it in a couple sentences, but yeah, I agree. I think it's it's really important um, to um, let them know, like this is this is what you're getting into, and then obviously, again, in that in the conversations that you're those following conversations that you're having. Um, yeah, and I can't stress enough your conversations. Is I think we're really good in our business. They, you know, hey, if you're looking for any recruiting needs, like send them my way. You know, you'll you'll say you, I'm sure you say things like that. You know, and I would just encourage people to say also add to that. Hey, if you're you know whatever business you're in. Hey, if you're looking for business, please send it my way. Also, if you have any great people you know that should be working with us directly, we're hiring. Please let me know. Because now it gives them the ability to have those people. And sometimes those candidates, I've interviewed people that literally were applying for an administrative assistant type position, and we hired them as an agent. Because they didn't fit that administrative role. She said, let me tell you about something else that's actually available. Because then you start speaking to them, you're like, they're not going to be a good fit here, but they'll actually be a good fit here. And we've done that. And that was a referral also from somebody else in the industry. I'm thinking of just about a gal that we had that we had hired, you know, and she was with us for almost three years. So anyway. No, I think that, I think that, um, I mean, it's really good because you're, again, right? it's consistency. And again, it goes back to you're always thinking about recruiting. And I think, you know, when you're having those weekly team meetings, it's, hey, this is what we're recruiting for. Here's, you know, here's our needs within the business. So whether it's you're having a conversation or someone else, um, they have constant awareness of what you're looking for. Um, and I, I think, you know, um, one of the things that you had said, Justin, just kind of early in the conversation and, um, you know, and we had talked about previously is um, you had said, you know, to attract talent, uh, be the most attractive. And I kind mm. of like, I really liked that statement because I think it is how are you unique to all of the other organizations that are currently hiring for this same type of a person. Um, and I think, you know, your, your idea of, you know, um, making sure that you're saying, you know, what our organization is and what's our story, um, that is, that's your uniqueness and that's what is attracting your talent. You know, you're attracting well, yep. talent, right? Totally. And I would say on top of that, is you have to, we have to invest in ourselves to be the best leaders and very good leaders, whether it be that we're reading books, going around bigger businesses and how they do things, attending workshops, again, making it so that you are a very attractive leader because leadership um, 
John Maxwell's book, he talks and he says that leadership is influence. So I just think that if you do want to attract people, you have to be able to influence them. And so sometimes we're in a role where it's like, man, I just don't, I'm having a hard time like in these things. I don't feel confident. It's like, that's okay. That can be built over time, but we have to be working on that. So not as also our copyright and our copy work, excuse me, that we're doing. Uh, it's also the interaction and, and almost like a salesmanship. Like if you haven't uh, gone through any sales ability of just, you know, you're showing up enthusiastic, you know, you're a force to be reckoned with, you're showing that you have not only enthusiasm for your business and your market, but like in speaking with them, like sometimes that is going to be the way to stand out. They've read the ad. They're already interested. They're already now want to interview. But now you have to deliver on that with being the person who you feel is going to be attracted to you. But you're just bring, how do you bring your best self and who do we need to become to be that? So just investing in ourselves over time as we're recruiting. So I think that just, that does go, that coincides with, not only the stuff that we write, but the people that we're becoming. So people want to grow with us. When people leave us, it's typically because they've outgrown us. And so I just say, look, just always be growing, always be improving, uh, because you'll, you'll find that an A player sometimes doesn't want to be with a B company. So how do we become an A person uh, so that a, we can attract that A person and start working at that? Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I think that, you know, the way that you can do that, because I know for even you, Justin, and I, I know that you're currently working on your master's degree, and one of the things that you had said is um, that you were so surprised at how excited your team was that, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you, you were working on that. And I think you're right. It's because our innate um, senses, everybody wants to continue to learn and grow. And like you said, you know, um, when they outgrow you is when they're going to leave. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's it is great advice. It is. It's very interesting because a lot of other people in my industry are like, uh, why are you doing that? Right. Cause I'm in the real estate business. Like we, you know, we sell hundreds of homes a year and other peers are like, why would you do that? When I brought, and I was a little discouraged. So I went to the team and I was like, Hey, you know, why? And they're just like, why would you not, you know, but they know we're in a growing environment. So I think surrounding yourself with those people Sometimes I think we hire in our ads to hire for the position as opposed to hire for the role in the company. And if we just kind of, I think it's just like anything in life, think with the the end in mind. Like, let's not think about handling this position. Let's think about who is the person that's going to be here for five to seven to ten years? Who is the person we're creating a career for, not a job? And it really changes everything we start in the beginning from the initial how we write the, the, the recruiting or do the video or do the job, you know, the career nights, um, the way we do our first interview where, you know, one of the questions we ask is like, where do you want to be in five years? Right. It, it, some people have never even think that in their whole life, but we're trying to find <laughs> out where do they want to be. So we know where go- their goals so we can keep them accountable to get there. Plus with us, we know you can get there. So let's just know where you're at so that we can help you. And so it just now all of a sudden you're, 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 you're being a little bit unique, but that's because you're treating it different than most employers. So just keep that end in mind. Yeah, no, and I think that's great because I think if you, um, you know, they talk about in some, even for high volume hiring or, you know, is like creating personas, right? Um, and basically yeah. that's kind of what you're doing is you're, you're creating a persona. You're, you're identifying, like you said, not the position, but the type of person that's going to be 
um, you know, a, a, a good fit. And, and when we say person, we're, you know, we're talking about, like, you know, attributes and skill set and that sort of a thing. Um, and I think when you have that, that's going to lay the foundation for everything else you do. And that's how you attract them, you know, where to find them, you know, based literally and online, what communications you're going to use. It all kind of just flows right into that. So I think having that mindset, yeah. that's a great way, Justin. That's why we have you on the show. Uh, you're yeah. amazing. Well, I like how you said foundation because it's true. You know, that foundation is, is the most important, and it's hard. It's a hard business. You know, you do it. <laughs> I do. I do. So, yeah, sometimes it can be a challenge. I'll, I'll admit it. So, Justin, if our listeners want to reach out to you after the show, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, they can find us uh, online. Very easy. Just my name, justinudy.com. That's justinudy.com. Uh, our Instagram handle is exactly the same. My personal one, it linked to my business, which is Justin UD Team, right? We're a real sort of organization. Um, you know, I think our recruiting website is uh, utahrealestatetraining.com. So you can see some videos there. Like the last video I did, for example, you know, only 24 people watched it. But three people applied to the position. And it's just like sometimes I think we think like we don't need – I think sometimes we, we, we think to ourselves, man, I just, I got to get this out there. It's like, you really sometimes only need a one good person to change your life. And if I got three candidates and one of those is the one, man, one video was worth it. But it's again, it was the consistency of maybe the other 25 they can find in there that they're like, yeah, people, you want people to spend time with you. So yeah, just go to justbeauty.com. You can check out those links or whatever, but yeah, happy to talk to you anytime. Perfect. And a link to Justin's website will also be on our show page, which can be found on Connected Women of Influence website under Women Lead Radio, and then under my name, um, your host, Lisa McNeely. Um, so that's our show for today. Justin, again, thank you so much for leading, being our leading man and sharing your insights. Um, as always, you know, such great information. Um, I want to give a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally. You can listen to more Women Lead Radio on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific. The next Spotlight on Recruiting will be Monday, May 9th. So we'll end here, and we'll just tell everyone to go forth and make those hires. Have a great week, everyone. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.